I hear on the grapevine that you you guys are uh, you you're heading north with. Uh, hey, is that Eugene? Us paquitos, we're not going to get those land grants. McGinn will get them. Yes, McGinn's do a deal with Chisholm to their mutual benefit. The McGinn's have then benefited from their rustling of Mr. Chisholm's cattle. That don't don't seem fair to us. Paquito, we're not we're not interested in shooting the fella. You can't let him leave. If guns are drawn, you are outgunned. There are four of us, and there's one of you. I'm confident in my ability to defend myself. Uh, what you can see is that there are two horses that aren't moving. They're probably dead. And there's definitely, uh, well, with three sixes, you can see two bodies. There's definitely been a gunfight, and it's uh, Eugene Rayburn and Ardell Gilchrist. I said no, you can't play a ninja. This is an old West game, and they didn't have ninjas. But the year is 1869, and there are historical records indicating there were ninjas. In fucking Japan, not in the old West. Uh, I'm Dave. I am the GM and co-designer of Tales of the Old West. I am the other co-designer of Tales of the Old West, and my name is Matthew. I'm also playing in this actual play, Marion Freeman. I'm Tony. I'm playing Jimmy Halston. Yeah, Matthew. You reach Albuquerque early to mid-afternoon. Mm-hmm. This is Albuquerque. Uh, Based on as many historical Albuquerque maps as I could find, which wasn't very many, but it's vaguely accurate to how Albuquerque was sometime around the mid to late 1800s. Pre-railroad, though, Mm -hmm. actually, I I did get some maps that were pre-railroad. Where's the laundry? Uh, You're looking for a laundry? Yeah. Give me the thing, then I'll put a laundry on it. No, thank you. I was only bit so I could go to the secret meth meth factory under the laundry. It's making hilarious Breaking Bad reference. Okay. Yes. I'm glad I wore my corset. <laughs> my side has split. <laughs> okay. So, so I, you uh, ride up from the south, obviously. Yeah, with my horse in pretty good nick, because not only do we go really well. I think your horse is shanked. But, I've got five successes. Yeah, you haven't killed him. But he, I mean, he's been sprinting at super, you know, galloping at super red pace for half okay, a day. Well, I'll take so. him to the uh, livery and say he's a very good boy. Have <laughs> I given him a name? I haven't. No. Good boy. <laughs> good old boy. Manifest. Is he, is he a stallion? I have no idea. Do we roll for that? We do, yeah. <clears throat> but it doesn't doesn't really matter. You can choose. Yeah. So, His name. Can so, be a boy, even if right. it's a girl. <laughs> no, I'll put, put her, him, it in the livery. Yep. You can do that. And so uh, Albuquerque is quite busy. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a reasonably it's a reasonably sized town. It's not the biggest, and I think Santa Fe's bigger. I will just say, it's just a matter of fact, uh, in the livery, kind of just by the by. Do you see anybody in here buying a horse? 
last day and I'd describe picker. Bowler hat. Uh, not a proper cowboy. Make a. Uh, I'll allow it to be presence if you want to kind of do it on authority, or are you just making polite conversation? I'm making which, polite conversation. In which case, it's performing. But it'll be a straight roll. Got a success. He says, uh, "Yeah, there was a there was a black fella in here earlier looking for a horse." Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he just came in. Um, I mean, we didn't have much. Left. He just took. Uh, he just took a horse. Yeah. Cool. Do you see where he's going? Was he? Is, is the horse still here? Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't say. Uh, but uh, yeah, he took one of my. Um, he took one of my my uh, one of my old pinto horses I had left. Bit old, mm. but no, yeah, we we have we we breed good stock. Mm. If you want to make an animal handling roll, you can see. How good his stock is. Um, and oh, you don't care. Not that interested. <laughs> uh, came in with saddlebags over his shoulder, huh? Uh, now you come to mention it, yeah. He looked a bit washed. <laughs> said he'd had, a, had an accident and his horse had yeah. broke his leg out on the plane. Uh, on the way back, I saw a horse with a broken leg, shot uh, through the head, drive back in there. I had a bit down, that's why I was asking. Um, Uh, there's a good, good stock of horses coming through here <coughs> in a while. If Is you're that? To, yeah, if you're looking to get good price and really good stock. There is a good, there is going to be a horse market, uh, yeah. which is obviously what you're bringing. Yeah, over, uh, over at the corrals. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I had. Um, do you suppose I know John Chisholm's in uh, beef. Beef cows, but uh, is he in town for the market? Uh, I've no idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't tend to well, I just rub think shoulders with, with the likes of Chisholm now. Yeah, no, Chisholm's men weren't coming in here giving you... Uh, no, no, I haven't seen that. No, no. Not, that I, not that I know of. I mean, he's, Chisholm comes to town occasionally. Uh, Albuquerque, busy place. Important part of the mm. important part of the territory, uh, but now I haven't heard anything about him being here at the moment. Cool, I've got six hours. I can polish this whole event off before you arrive. Oh, yeah, got it. Uh, <laughs> right, okay. Um, uh, or you could just, you know, clean up and go to the local boudoir. Why don't I do that? Today, entertainment. We've we've got we've got. Mysteries to solve. We've got <laughs> horses to sell. And he's running. The last thing street. I need to do is go off and find a soiled dove. <laughs> um, I just, uh, as I walked down here, I looked down the side street and I saw um, the pizza. 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 <laughs> I saw the plaza, <laughs> the sheriff's office at the plaza, and the and the post house. So I walked back towards having stabled the horse. Yep. I walk uh, back first of all to the post house just to see whether. There's anybody there writing out a telegram to send to his boss? Um, yeah, I think the I think the telegram reaches its far at this time. I think I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, 
so what? Yeah, I mean, it's it's reasonably busy. Uh, what are you? Kind the post of house the, is kind of the yeah. afternoon now. Yeah, and, and Albuquerque is a busy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm looking for Chisholm as well, and not Chisholm. I'm looking oh, for Picker. 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 Uh, Piquito, Pur. Where was Paquinto? And, and, <laughs> and Paquinto and Paquito. Paquito. Hey, what's my name? Give them all these foreign names. It'd be uh, right. So I'm with that song. I'm checking out the post office first yeah. to see whether there's a broke there for the telegrams. Um, yeah, no, that's um, there is a there is a telegraph operator there um, who is you know, working at the telegraph, mm-hmm. uh, and the place is quite busy. Yeah, there's, there's obviously packages. They're um, waiting for the next stage to come through. Cool, but no, no picker that I can see. Um, Make a uh, make a whole car roll. Make a whole car roll. Two successes. I'm doing really well now. Okay. Um, Who needs face? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as you're walking down from the livery uh, down towards the post thing, uh, post house, you you see through the window of the dusty spur mm-hmm. what you think looks like. Picker sat at a table by the window. Mm-hmm. You're not sure, so you just walk, just sort of gone straight past it. But okay, well, I'm going to note that uh, he sat at a table with anybody. I'm uh, not. I'm not staring through the window. So at your glance, it didn't look like he was with anyone. I'm going to come back to that. First of all, I'm going to go show myself. Do you think that Picker has seen him through the window as he's gone past? You don't think he saw you. Um. I'm going to go to the sheriff's office. Yep. And I'm going to say, uh, so I saw you should know that I, as I rode in here, I saw uh, a couple of dead fellas. There started being a gunfight, and I described about 20 miles south of here. Um, I noticed there might be uh, somebody injured and on foot because there were. Uh, the sheriff is called Simmons. Three horses, Mr. Simmons, and um, one of those is still alive. I've left him with uh, my colleague, uh, but I rode ahead to see if I could find you know anybody who needed help. On the third, but I've rode all the way here, didn't spot anybody on foot, so I don't know what happened to that fella. But there's two fellas out there that are dead. Did you uh, you know the victims or? Well, you know, I think I do. I think. Uh, I think they're from my hometown of uh, Jordana Springs. Jordana Springs. Ah, you're a long way from home. Well, we're here on a cattle drive. I don't know what their business is. No, of course, was. it's not a cattle drive, it's more sort of a horse, well, a horse, horse drive. drive. Horse cattle. Horse cattle. <laughs> Some strange inbreeding. We're here for the horse market. My name's uh, Freeman, I'm a horse breeder back down in Jordana Springs. But I'm a little bit ahead of my herd now because because uh, of this thing we we saw. Uh, yeah, so Sheriff Simmons says uh, so. Um, yeah, who are who are who are the victims? You said you you knew them. Well, I don't know the map well. I've seen them in about uh, journal. I think one of them might be uh, uh, related to uh, Rayburn. He's kind of like 
closest we got to a mayor. Okay. But uh, what's I'm, the what's the man's first name? No. I remember he ain't no good for names. Eugene. Uh, but suddenly, uh, yeah, <coughs> might be Eugene Rayburn. Okay, Eugene, and he takes a note. Uh, the other victim. Um, Ardell Gilchrist. Yeah, but really, I don't know him, do I? We didn't know Ardell Gilchrist. You'd, you'd kind of seen his face around, yeah. but you, you wouldn't have spoken to no, him. No, I've seen his face around, but I don't know him well. Okay, well, that's uh, it's 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 mighty fine, uh, community spirited of you, uh, Mr. Freeman, to, to to report that. I'll send one of my deputies down there to go and take a look and uh, bring the deceased back in. Uh, yeah, right. So I haven't reported that. Then, um, I'm not saying you think you know who done it. No, I'm not going to say I think I know who done it because let's face it, they attacked him, probably. Yeah. They ambushed him and he shot them to bits. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do notice also now you're in the sheriff's office, uh, up on the wall. Or just outside, in fact, there are some wanted posters. Mm -hmm. Including um, Picker. No, Picker. That would have made things simpler. What's the reward? One of them particularly uh, reminds me of the man you had the conversation with on the trails about his business going off into the distance. All right. Uh, and... It seems that his name is Watt Kyler. Watt Tyler? Walt. Walt Tyler. Walt Tyler. Kyler. Kyler. Walt Tyler. Walt Tyler. I had to think of a lot of names for this scenario, guys, so it gives us a chance. Um, and he has a bounty on his head, dead or alive, of $75. $75? I head back into the Shire's office, and I say that uh, Walt Tyler had an encounter with him as well. Walt Kyler, you mean? Walt Kyler, yeah. Walt Kyler. My reading ain't no good. I've only got a daughter of three. <laughs> I get by. That's average. <laughs> um, yeah, but I ain't got no book learning. Uh, I think, no. Um, so what am I saying here? I am saying, uh, saw him way back. Four or five days right back. South of here? Yeah. Had to stare him down. Was he uh, was he alone or? Uh, no, he, he had three he three people with him. One of them was a woman. I noticed. Okay, that'll be his sister. His sister Lola. Lola Tyler. Is there a reward on her too? There is a reward for fifty dollars on her head. Fifty dollars. And he's got a couple of uh, many rides with. Uh, you'll see a Pavel Christo and Costa and Delco. They've been causing a lot of trouble around here. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if they're not brought in soon. That bounty will go up because they're uh, they're a nasty murdering sort. Mm -hmm. I, I I expect maybe your uh, your friends out on the trail maybe came across came across them if they were if they were south. Maybe well I thought they were headed south when I well I sent them packing. I was out riding so that we weren't going to get any little guns. Make a presence roll. To see whether you look like a twat when <laughs> you're saying, I sent them packing. I did. Saying, I did. did. Genuinely, <laughs> I draw up myself into full. To 
see if you impress the sheriff. Authority, and I get three successes. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk out of this office on a fucking deputy's badge if you're not careful. <laughs> and Simmons, see, yeah, he, he looks suitably impressed. He says, uh, yeah, well, that's... Uh, that's uh, yeah. That's uh, it's a brave thing to do, uh, Mr. Freeman. They, uh, but they might have doubled back and got ahead. They're of tough. They're they're tough people. They're dangerous people. Uh, I'll warn the boys when they come in. We're here for the uh, horse fair. Cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be busy in town the next few days. Yeah, I'm uh, lucky to be here early. Might get myself a bath in one of them there hotels. Well, don't mind me for saying so, sir. But you could damn use one. <laughs> Well, that's what you get after two weeks on the road. Um, now, what's the what's the dusty star like? Dusty spur. Dusty like? spur. Uh, uh, yeah, they're, they're it's the low end of the scale. You know, it's uh, you know, they've got a couple of rooms. It's uh, a saloon. It's a bit rough. Uh, oh yeah. We have a bit of trouble there, but luckily, you know, it's not so far from here, so I haven't got to walk too far when I've got to go and bring in some of the miscreants. But you'd recommend something like the Silvery Middle or the uh, deliveries by the Emperor. I, I guess that's where the the posh folks if like to chisholm uh, and like to stay. Oh yeah, yeah. If you've got if you've got a few dollars to rub together, I would I'd recommend not staying in the dusty spur. Mm. Interesting. Well, I need a drink, and that looks like the nearest watering hole. I uh, um. What about the place? Glazer's Hotel? Glazer's Glazer's Next to the room. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a decent establishment. Uh, Better than the spur? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's cheap and cheerful, but it's clean. Uh, well, well, yeah, got a hot as clean as it gets right now. Yeah, yeah they'll get you a nice hot bath. Okay. Well, I left. Uh, I left my friend Jimmy. If he comes here looking for me, uh, I'll be down at the Glazers Hotel. So, if a, if a man called Jimmy comes in here looking for you, <laughs> so I should say Jimmy. Uh, what's the name of my company? Give me a moment. <laughs> Halston, Jimmy Halston. Jimmy Halston. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> Jimmy Halston. Uh, I'll be sure to point him in your yeah. direction, sir. You might want to. He might think he's the first to report. Hey, some have got ahead of him. Oh, so it turns out faster than his. <laughs> no, I ride better. I don't know which of the two it is. Three on presents. Just, just, just. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he he seems suitably impressed by you. Yeah, he says, "Well, it's mighty good to have a man of your caliber in town, Mister, uh, <laughs> uh, Mister." Whatever your name so is. So you won't mind if I go around shooting Chisholm's man or anything? Well, <laughs> I, I, I might disapprove of that, depending on the circumstances. But, uh... Depending on circumstances, okay. Right, Glazer's Hotel for a bath, and then I'll wait yep. for the... Well, a uh, bath, that's going to take me now, so I've got about five hours of play before Tony arrives. So let me use all of that. So you've probably had a couple In of hours. In real time, Tony. In real time. <laughs> So I think Tony, you uh, as, as Matthew finally gets all the grime out of his hair, uh, you you probably ride into town. 
Um, you're obviously you're, you're a couple of days ahead of your herds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's getting dark. Uh, night's fallen. But yeah, you ride into town. Okay, I guess I'll go to the livery first to stable my horse. Yep. And then I'll probably ask there, where do you recommend is a good, cheap place to, well, we, to yeah. stay? Lodge for the night where they might, might still have rooms? Uh, the Dusty Spur is a, is a, is a good place uh, for a man, man on a budget. Dusty Spur. You don't mind a few flea bites and a bit of a few lice. But, uh, well, you're making it sound mighty appealing. <laughs> be warm and dry. Along with those, along with those bugs and critters. Yeah, so it was anywhere a little bit above that level, but still reasonably priced. Well, let's make it easy. Well, Glazer's Hotel. <laughs> Glazer's uh, Hotel. That's uh, just on the other side of the of the pizza of the plaza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, well, I could do the pizza as well. That sounds good. <laughs> Whatever that is. And uh, yeah, that's. Uh, some sort of Italian bread is what it is. Ooh, I didn't even have to blow. Let's just see how that works. Oh, God. Take the actress to the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye out for me. <laughs> what, your blow? Okay. Oh, uh, I'll head for the Glazers Hotel then, see if they've got a, got a room. So, well, yeah, uh, there, there is a room you can share with a... Them. Yeah, there is a room. Funnily <clears throat> enough, it's it's right next to his room. It's not that big a place, really. Yeah, I imagine I did set the desk that my friend Jimmy might be coming. Okay. Jimmy. <clears throat> Jimmy. What's your name again? Jimmy. Hardacre. Halsden. Halsden, that's it. Why are you so incapable of remembering any names? I, I believe I probably have... Some sort of name aphasia. I think. I think my. It does seem like. I have, you know, I've managed a woman called Anita for many years, and even when she was in the same room, and I'd say to somebody, "Oh, you've got to talk to Anita about that." I'd sometimes go, you've "Got to talk to um, her." Her. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, I've managed her for about ten years. <laughs> I just, I can't do names. Surprising, surprising, and and she 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 quit. <laughs> no, well, no. Actually, she's still there. You might need to blow. <laughs> okay. As it were. I'll get under the table. <laughs> Things I do for an experience point. <laughs> You're not getting an experience <clears throat> point for it. Yeah, so you meet up. It's uh, early evening now, sort of like maybe 8 o'clock or something. And yeah, you're at the Glazers Hotel in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay, well, we should have, have a pizza. Um, so what is our... I saw no sign of Picker. Or... Uh, I've seen Picker. Over a chance. You've seen Picker? Yeah. Oh, he was drinking he? in the uh, Dusty Spur. Uh, yeah, the man down the livery recommended that to me when I first went in there. He said it was a bit of a... Basically described it as a bit of a shithole. Mm. So lower into the market. Picker was in there. 
So what's our what's our play? I mean, we can't. I guess we have no idea whether Chisholm is going to be in town or whether. Do we know where Chisholm is based? I asked around a bit and didn't get an answer. You know that it's... Chisholm lives in Roswell. Yeah. It is there. Yeah. Yeah. The map has two Roswells, but that one is a mistake. Uh, Roswell is actually there. But he does spend a lot of time in Albuquerque and Santa Fe, which is kind of the, the So the fact that the fact that Pick has come this way, I mean, he knows Chisholm is up in this direction, so either in Albuquerque or in Santa Fe, probably. But what what is our play? Uh, maybe we don't want Chisholm um, to get the report from Picker, but you know, here's a man legitimately going about his business. Well, absolutely. And even if that report is not in our best interest, I feel it's not. It doesn't, yeah. as I said, sit right with me to absolutely not um, you know, interfere so with that silly in any kind of violent way. I hope we might persuade him to see the error of his ways and. Stop that. I, I wasn't think, prepared to shoot him and or steal it even from him. We could uh, go maybe take a drink in the Dusty Star. Try one more time. When we haven't got Paquito here. I was obviously wrong to bring Paquito with us, but I thought... Just if people talk to each other is what I'm saying. Well, we did talk to each other. Violence and subterfuge. Well, I guess the trouble is, you know, Paquito, we did talk, and Paquito didn't like the answers, the results of that talking. But I wonder where Paquito and Vicenta have got to, because no, I didn't see any sign of them on the way in. And I got two on my Hawkeye and didn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Almost makes me wonder whether, whether I should have been asked to roll that two on that Hawkeye, because... If I were a faithful man, I might have spent a point of faith on that, and I got nothing, not a zilch. <laughs> um, come on, fire. But I reckon we should go and maybe see if it's still in the bar down there. Have a quiet chat with him, right? See if we can persuade him one more time. Yeah, not going to be in our favour, but you're right. You don't want no. to shoot him. Okay, let's go to the um, dusty spare then. So. If pick a still there. Oh, sort the fire out later. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's quite busy. So the town is busy. It's busy generally, anyway. It's quite a lively place. But with the... Uh, quite lucky to get a room here. Yeah. With the markets coming, um, it gets busier and busier. So you're a few days away from, from the markets uh, taking place. Um, yeah, Dusty Spur is... Yeah, it looks like spit and sawdust kind of place. It's... Uh, yeah, it's got a piano playing in the corner. It's got quite, it's quite lively, a few tables of cards going on, as you'd expect. I know what table he was at six hours ago, or whatever. Yeah, four <laughs> hours ago. He's not he at that table table? anymore, no. And he's not in any of the tables? You can't see him when you walk into the... Uh, into the, into the okay, so, park. shall we go and buy a drink? Yeah, ask it. I'll have, a, I'll, have a, I'll have a J2O, please. <laughs> you <laughs> you <know> what? <laughs> hey, I'll have a baby shower. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're serving you some whiskey, presumably, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, whiskey, I think, is the only thing there. Realistically, you drink, isn't it? It does seem to be the case. Realistically, yeah. the only thing you drink is whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
point on your life, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes me want a whiskey, though. Mm, it's a bit arranged. <laughs> okay, we are on holiday. Come on, it's, yes. It's quite early. Cool. I'm not having a whiskey at 20 past 12. Do you want a whiskey, Dave? No, you don't want whiskey. No, you I don't. Go on, I'll have a little one. Yeah, okay. getting the skin, the spirit of the, <laughs> the character. We need chuck glasses, and then when we pour it, we need it to make a fizz on the uh, on the table. What I'm going to do is you're going to slide the whiskey. Yeah, and the barman's, you know, busy going to serve other people. All right, so we better uh, just quickly ask him as he's serving us. We were looking for a. Uh, Friend of ours, who we believe was in here earlier, a colour gentleman. Picker, his name. Picker, indeed, his name. Have you had a saddlebag? Did you see him? Yeah. So you didn't see a saddlebag? <laughs> you know, okay, yeah. But just so you know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he was, um, he was in here earlier. Uh, wouldn't happen to know his current whereabouts. We well, like to see on the trail. Oh, I think uh, I think my memory might be might be jogged by yeah, generosity jogs my memory pretty well. You think about the price we just paid for these drinks? Oh, it's the middle of the day. We didn't even want them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's difficult to remember where he said he was staying. No, it's really very hard. Uh, I'm, well, I'm not up on the. I'm, I'm, I'm not about to pay people off to tell me where he is. We'll, we'll find him soon enough. He'll be looking for us too. Okay. Enjoy your whiskey. Much obliged. <laughs> Ten dollars a piece. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and he he kind of shrugs and uh, yeah, well, goes. You better sell us one of those newspapers at the price that you had. I can't remember what it was. Horrendous price. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-five cents or something. It was like a year subscription for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, let's not get into that. <laughs> um, well, I guess just, just hang around for a little bit around the bar, keep an eye, see if he comes back in. If, if he was in there earlier, he might come back. Or well, he might actually be staying here, yes. Although... This whiskey shit, I mean, I'm talking about the in -game, in game, not the one... Not the expensive whiskey, Tony's whiskey that you're now yeah. drinking. This yeah, yeah, <laughs> whiskey shit. No, I was, I was about to say, I said it's quite a nice whiskey, but then I thought, oh, you can't say that right. here in the Dusty Star Spur. Dusty but. Spur. It does feel like, you know, a, one of Chisholm's men would, would stay at a better mm. quality establishment than this, but then he was in here earlier, wasn't he? So. He was. Not with anybody. He might have, I wonder whether he was going to meet someone. Someone low, low-born. So we could go and bribe the barman. I don't know what. I say. I'm, obviously, I'm a you know good Hispanic citizen. I'm not really up with the current bribe rates for bar staff in low quality establishments. I will give the barman five dollars, which seems to me like a considerably generous thing. It's, his eyes light up. Yeah, he very quickly puts his hand on it and uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say sweeps yeah. it into his apron. So he uh, his apron pocket, so uh, his boss doesn't see. Uh, He's like, ah, well, I told you generosity really makes my uh, makes my memory work. Um, yeah, that, that fella, he came in here this morning. Uh, um, 
Well, but he's uh, he's not staying here. He's staying at the uh, at the Emperor. Mm-hmm. So he said. But uh, I've seen him in here before. He's uh, yeah, he comes into town every now and then. Um, Why well, does the sort of fellow that stays at the Emperor come here for drinks regular like? Well, I mean, this whiskey's not bad, and I, I like your idea of putting ice in it. <laughs> well, I'm not sure it's going to catch up. <laughs> no, because it's an abomination of a, an idea. But uh, <laughs> was he? Did he meet anyone when he was in here? No, no, no. Well, he, she's uh, you know, seeing you've been so generous, and, and I said generosity really prompts my memory. He's uh, he's one of Chisholm's men. Yes, I yeah. suspect he's waiting for uh, for the Chisholm guys who are going to be coming in. Uh, well, they're they're coming in for the for the for, for the fair for the trade. Right. So, so Chisholm doesn't pay emperor rates at all, his men. They, uh, don't know. He just said he was staying at the Emperor. Yeah. Um, he uh, he has stayed here before. Ah. Uh, I see. But uh, you know, so yeah, we you know, uh, I've seen him around over recent years. But he's not always in town. But he's he, he comes here and he he drinks and eats. And uh, so when you get when you're expecting the Chisholm boys. Well, I, yeah, the fair starts in a couple of days, so I I, I guess they could be here any day, really. Do you think uh, Mr. Chisholm himself will be? Will be along? Uh, it's not impossible. Chisholm does spend well. Chisholm, huh. Mister. Mister. That's what I uh, said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm not disrespecting Mister Chisholm. No, you don't want to do that. Wouldn't want to do that. He's a he's a fine, upstanding man. Genius. Uh, yeah, he's in Albuquerque quite a lot. Doesn't come in here very often, uh, if at all. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, Albuquerque's the centre of the territory. Well, Santa Fe might be, but Albuquerque is so. He's here quite a lot. He uh, don't know whether he's coming or not, but um, he has been here before for for uh, for cattle drives and for for horse drives. What are you What are you boys doing here? Uh, we're uh, bringing horses. Bringing horses for the market. We're yeah. a little bit ahead of our herd. They're coming along behind, but yeah, that's what... good. Well, it's uh, it's a good it's a good uh, good market here. Mm. You should make a lot of money out of uh, trading in Albuquerque. Okay, well, thanks very much for this um, excellent whiskey. So when he was here before, though, yeah. you didn't see him drinking at any, uh, drinking with anyone in particular. What today? He was here on his own. You're saying? Yeah, I didn't see him with anyone. He's sat in a corner table by the window, which uh, yeah. kind of he's, he's, he's. And really, when he says that, that is the table he was sat at that I saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he was. Uh, it seemed like he was waiting for somebody, but I didn't see him. Didn't see him talk no, to anybody. Right. I feel we should do a do a tour of all the watering holes here. How about we test out the whiskey at the Emperor Hotel next? Let's give it a go. Just a two and a half dollars of that is. We never had this conversation, right? Aye, aye, sir. Sir, <clears throat> and. Uh, I'll uh, for for one dollar or that I'll keep my eye open and uh, and I'll uh, if he if he comes in again I'll uh, I'll let you know next time you come through. Send a message down to the uh, Glazers Hotel. I surely will. Have a good evening, gentlemen. Right, round to the Emperor. Mm-hmm. So you're still a bit smelly, aren't you? That is true. I have not yet had a bath since being on the road for three weeks. 
So the Emperor is, is a slightly more up marketplace. I mean, people do go in there who are dusty and trail-worn. Um, but coming, coming off three weeks all, on the trail... They're all going to have a, have a bar first, back at the glazers. Okay. I'll, uh, maybe I'll see if I can ingratiate myself under the gambling tables in the... Uh, Emperor? In the, in the uh, thing we bought. The hotel. The Emperor. The Emperor, so shall you. Yeah, okay. I mean, if you want, you can have had your bath when you arrived. I don't mind. Okay. Retroing yeah. that. Okay, let's do that. Let's just do that then. Okay, let's go to the Emperor. Yeah. You're at the Emperor, yeah. I mean, you... I mean, you stand out a little bit in that you're <coughs> obviously in cowboy gear, trail gear, where most other people there are are, are slightly better dressed gentle than that. More gentlefolk place, yeah. Um... But it's not like you stand out like a, you know, like something that really stands out. <laughs> <laughs> sore thumb? I always wonder, why do sore thumbs actually stand out? They don't really stand out. Because no. if you've got a sore thumb, I mean, you know, I just, it's... So you go, walk around going, ow, oh, my thumb is really sore. I mean... But then the thumb doesn't stand out, it's you being a, being right, a, yeah. a bitch. I suppose if your sore thumb was bandaged and it was like, you couldn't move it. Or it's very swollen or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, let's not discuss the metaphor or the simile or the uh, whatever. So no, we don't stand out like that thing no, that you stands don't. out. You do stand out a little bit, but um, <laughs> you're not slightly the bruised not, yeah, thumb. Yeah, like, <laughs> someone who's just cut their nail fractionally too short. <laughs> it's a bit smart. <laughs> this is podcast gold, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> Comedy genius. Congratulations. For listening uh, to the... For listening to podcast. any of this, yes. AP. Well done for lasting that long. <laughs> Believe me, it won't last as long for them as it does for us. Tearing your head off. Right, yeah, you're at the end. <laughs> um, yeah, it's quite busy. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, say, as I said, it's a slightly more up-class, up-market establishment. Um, okay, scanning the crowd, looking for your man... You can do the Hawkeye. I'll give you a dice. No, unless it's... And I'm not pushing. So I think... Wait, lose my faith for this one. No, I think it's it's fine, actually. So you... You scan the crowd and you can see Picker. Mm. Sat at the far end of the bar, sort of chatting to the barman uh, on his own. <clears throat> so I sit down casually next to him and I say, uh, Do you hear about Rayburn? Let me have a quick. Uh... <laughs> okay. Literally, as soon as you step through the door, he notices you. Uh, and you kind of see him sit up a bit and take notice. Uh, and he watches you as you walk over. And uh, I'm walking, you know, in a says, not uh, in a threatening way. Says, uh, left the herd behind, have we? Herd's close by. 
Yeah, it's being looked, it's well looked after. We have the good, pe- good people with, with us. Well, I, I thought that you uh, were so disgusted with me that you, um, you know, you can couldn't <coughs> ride with a man like me no? anymore. And here you are following me into. Uh, we were concerned for your safety. We found. Uh, we found your, your horse dead dead in there on the trail. My horse broke its leg. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, caught its leg. I don't want to ride with you, but you know we're, we're concerned for a fellow man's safety. Well, as you can see, I'm hale and hearty right now. Did you hear about Rayburn? Sheriff thinks he was shot by uh, what's the fellow's name? Uh, some bandit, Kyler. Kyler, yeah. Rayburn. What Kyler? What Garland Rayburn? No, Eugene. it's um, Eugene. Eugene Rayburn. Rayburn. Oh, no, I didn't even know Eugene was on the trail. Mm. He's dead, you say? Yeah. Uh, killed by killed by all those bandits. Oh, uh, you know. Nasty. So awful, good. awful close to where your horse broke its leg. <clears throat> oh, no, that's a real, that's a real pity. But, uh, uh, it's, as I said, it's a dangerous place to ride around on, on your yeah. lonesome. I guess they were trailing after you and came across those bandits. It didn't go well for them. That's a that's a crying shame. What so, when's the bus coming? Uh, I guess uh, he'll be here sometime soon. You see, I'm thinking <coughs> now that Keel's not here. I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, you haven't seen him. Have you be uh, he parted company with us quite soon after you did. We know. Uh, I, since. I haven't seen Paquito. Mm. So anyway, now that we don't have somebody going for his gun all the time while we're having a conversation, I just wonder if we might continue our conversation. I'm not entirely sure there's anything left to say. I'm just going to allow me just one more chance. I think if the McGinn's do a deal with your boss, it won't be good for, for many of the townsfolk of Jeanette Springs. I'm just hoping there may be an opportunity that you can afford us to strike a better deal. See, I knew nothing of this when we left you in Leather Springs. What kind of deal are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know what sort of deal McGinn's offered you. Well, in, uh, what sort of deal McGinn's put in your charge. And I'm not sure, but we can match it. But um, for the good of the town. I guess collectively, us and the Pequitos and other families might be able to, if Mr Chisholm is willing to talk to us and have a negotiation, give us an opportunity to make a counter-offer to whatever McGinn's offered. might seem a fair way to resolve the situation. I mean, you know, we could take that situation just as resolved. But uh, I always why, find that, uh, why, you know, when you're at a horse market and a person bids $5 for a horse and the next person bids 6 then the guy selling the horse generally ends up richer for the negotiation. But, uh, you know, if you want to do a... Well, if your boss wants to do an underhand deal with uh, just one family without knowing what the rest of the offer's like, then 
I can't stop you. I'm not going to stop you. I did stop Akito from shooting you right there on the spot, but... Um, he wouldn't have shot me. He would have. Yeah, he would but have I stopped suffered. him drawing his gun. He would have suffered. Let me assure you of that. Oh, yeah, I know. Rayburn knows. Well, poor Rayburn. Yeah. So what, what possible motive can, <clears throat> or motivation can you offer me to well, betray my duty to my employer? Okay, We're not asking, asking you to, to betray, betray your duty to your employer. We're, We're just saying you well, report duty, back to... My duty to my employer is to hand this package to him. Yeah, so you can, have, you can do that duty. We're not saying you don't do that duty. But along can with that, you, you can say... for us to have an opportunity <coughs> to talk with your employer and make... You could mention Chisholm of that. Other, the other families of John Springs are prepared to uh, potentially make a counteroffer to whatever McGinn's offered. And you're representing the other families of United Springs. Oh, as, as we said before, I'm getting really pissed off with this guy not listening to me. I said, I said we knew nothing about this when we left United Springs. This is all news to us on the trail. We come with no authority from the other families, but I come as a citizen of Genada Springs that wants to make sure that Genada Springs gets the best deal. I come as a person that likes to solve problems by talking rather than shooting. I am all for talking instead of shooting. <clears throat> what, um, how uh, have you, have you put in claims for the Spanish land grants? Have we? I don't think you have, no. Yeah. And then, and what, I mean, uh, what, what's the... So this patch of ground, so if we go back to Genada Springs for a moment... So why are, we, why are we giving a shit then? Well, right. <laughs> we're not what, even involved. Just tell me what the Spanish land ground is. So we are here-ish. That's yep. our patch. Mm. So basically... Where's the Spanish land? All the land along the, the Rio Grande and on the other side going... Effectively, from on the bigger map, from Fort Craig down to Las Cruces, moving slightly further south than Las Cruces toward El Paso, is up for grabs. It's land that hasn't been allocated to anybody. Right, but this land here has been allocated, or is that under threat from the Spanish land? It, it's it's under threat in that uh, these are held by just by occupation. Mm -hmm. uh, they haven't officially been granted. Now, it's likely that they will be granted to those who are occupying the land, um, but it's not a guarantee. Right. But so will these, this land be also be granted as part of the this process, this land grant process? So does that mean we, we actually need to put an application, formally, claim, formally yeah. claim the land that we're using for our So I think you probably do, yeah. Okay, so we are. Yeah, so you, I, I think you'll have put in at least a claim for that. Yeah. Uh, okay. But McGinn is obviously... Wanting to claim much bigger state as is, oh, as is Paquito, but the uh, the decision on all the claims and people who aren't there might be putting claims as well. Chisholm might be claiming some of it. Um, will be decided in two weeks' time by the New Mexico attorney, a guy called Thomas Catron, who sits in Santa Fe. You see, I don't know what what's in that package, but it worries me that we were claiming. For our modest amount of land, somebody with enough influence could take that land out from under us. And uh, 
you know, I prefer that not to happen. I'm a hardworking fellow. We've improved that land no end by um, by grazing our horses on it. <laughs> by developing it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you're, probably, you're, you're clearing the land as well to yeah. make it grazing and all the rest of it. But yeah, well, I'm doing. I worked hard on that land. I don't want to make. I want to make sure that it's not taken out from under me. And I imagine same goes uh, the vaquitos, the McGinnis as well. But what worries me, having met McGinn, is he might have uh, eyes bigger than his stomach. Yeah, McGinn may be trying to do a deal with Chisholm, which is you know, his perfect right to do so. But maybe we also have a right to if, to do yeah. this, do the same, or have an opportunity to make a make a counter offer. Obviously, we don't know what deal if Annie McGinn has offered, but we'd like to have a fair opportunity to state our case. And that's a fair <coughs> opportunity, you know. We don't so want We're not asking you to not do your duty. Give your report as... Um, we're not sending gunmen out after you. Let's make that really clear. So, are no, we're not speaking sure? for those sure? <coughs> of course we are. Well... That's not our... That's not the way we do things. Because, hypothetically, if, uh, if, if certain men were laying mm -hmm. in wait for a certain other man who was travelling north uh, and then ambushed him but then suffered a... Suffered a, a fate well, that they weren't expecting of. Then that 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 said traveller may feel less inclined to be friendly towards those families, yeah. considering the the threat that they would hypothetically have placed in that. Moment. This I know, and this is why I tried to persuade the paquitos to come and talk with you, and this is why I sat down and. So you knew them. that the paquitos and hypothetically. You knew that these people were hunting me down and you didn't tell me. And you didn't hypothetically tell. I specifically did tell you, leave here and you'll be hunted down like a dog. The fact that you don't like listening to me, I don't know, is not an excuse for you saying that I didn't tell you what was happening. I'm a polite man. Hypothetically, it was a oblique warning at best. Leave here and you will be hunted down like a dog. Is about as direct as I can be. Well, other than saying leave here and there are, hypothetically, two men waiting in ambush along the trail to, to attack. I had no idea where those men were. I couldn't, I couldn't say they were waiting in ambush. I convinced two men to come and try and talk to you in the party. You, you, you can presumably see how, how my feelings might be hurt by this whole situation. God, this guy pisses me off. Yeah, I just want to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about your feelings, Mr. Picker. It's about business, as you well know. You work for Chisholm. The McGinns are doing a underhand deal with Chisholm, as far as I'm aware. The other families of the town, which is to say, therefore, the majority of the town, don't know the details of that deal. What are underhand methods the younger members of those families took upon themselves to come and hunt you down? I try to stop it. That's all I'm saying. You lied to us when you didn't tell us about 
the people that you thought might be coming after you on this trail? I didn't know people would be coming after me. Why did you seek our protection? Well, who, who wouldn't? The evidence is you're well able to look after yourself. There's two dead horses. Well, no, sorry. Actually, there's... Yeah, oh, fuck it. There's two dead horses and two dead men out there in the desert. Hypothetically, that. hypothetically speaking, of course. You were worried about being outnumbered. You wanted more guns on your side. You joined us. That's fine. you got to understand, we are speaking for the good of a town and for the good of our own range. And all we have, we, Billy and I have never threatened, Jimmy and I have never <laughs> threatened. Anita and I, uh, Tom, no, no. Uh, him, him. And Jimmy and I have never threatened you in this debate. We wanted to talk business from the outset. Make a performing role and you can have help. That's good because we need help. An extra dice of help? Yeah, I think I'll give you a bonus die as well for your logic. Even though he's, a, he's still looking, his nose is a bit, a bit out of joint. But it's not about his feelings, as I keep saying, and that's three fucking successes. <laughs> Beat that, mate! <laughs> so what exactly are you proposing? I, we can't make a proposal because we don't know the details of the other proposal. Okay, what, I, so, what so am I proposing so, to you? So you, yeah, are you proposing that I, I request? Ask Mr. Chisholm if he will meet us have a to have you to talk yes. about the, yeah, the exactly. land grants. On behalf of the wider population of John Arthur Springs. But you can tell him that we don't come with any authority from that population. It is, we are intervening only because we have heard of this on the trail. When, I like to think I might have saved your life. You may disagree on that point. I suspect that Demas Piquito would not have killed me if he'd drawn a weapon. <clears throat> well, he didn't draw the weapon, is my point. He didn't draw the weapon, that is true. Picker says, I can see your logic. I can understand where you're coming from. The all I can do, which I will do, is request Mr. Chisholm gives you five minutes of his time to consider the Yonada Springs case from both angles. Is that good enough? That, that's all we're asking, yeah. Much more. That would be mighty fine. Now, I'm going to push my luck here, and I'm going to say... If you could give us a hint of what is in that package, so that we're on a firmer <clears throat> footing. Now that would be, that would be disloyalty to your boss, Chisholm. It would. I lay that on the table, and I understand that. But, but if you could, you'd be helping a poor fellow like me, like you, with a family. Not my own family, that is, but uh, <laughs> with dependents. <laughs> They're over there somewhere, they're not mine, but they're locked in my basement, yeah. <laughs> you and I, we both know how hard it is to look after our families, those who depend upon us. I worry it's going to be a lot harder for me, my partner, and our family, our makeshift family on our, on our ranch, if uh, McGinn gets his way. 
So I'll plead with you, and this is, this is between you and me. Just for a look at that package. See what that offer is. Um, why, why should I... You shouldn't. ...take the risk? He, there's no benefit to you. You know, I'm not going to offer you like $500 because I might be those $500 in the next negotiation. I'm asking you. I think I've probably to... stuck my neck out as far as I'm able by asking Mr. Chisholm to talk to you gentlemen. I'm not sure. I don't know what's in the package. Uh, I suspect there might be some money in the package, but I don't know what's in it. Uh, so I don't feel I could open that package with a good conscience. It's okay. I kind of guess though, if we did save your life on that trail, then that money kind of comes from us as opposed to the kids, but... <laughs> no, I'm joking, I didn't say that. <laughs> so, so, look, I'm, uh, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been told that uh, Mr. Chisholm ought to be in town tomorrow. Cool. Well, we'll be in town for the whole horse for now. We're staying. So I'll, uh, I'll speak to him when... Uh, Chisholm stay here at the Emperor? He'd usually stay here, yeah. We're staying here at the Glazer because, you know, we ain't as rich as Chisholm. Very few people are. <laughs> it's been... I'm glad that we have cut through the disagreement we had and seen each other honestly in this conversation. I am looking for the best for General Springs. I am not as impetuous as those boys. I'm not I'll, uh, I'll come and find you at Glazer tomorrow when, uh, when I've spoken to Mr. Chisholm. I said no. Tales of the Old West is brought to you by Effect. The music is Old West Game by Stu Venable, used with kind permission of the Angry Folk Media Empire. It's just like the last